This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. While some designers use 3D design merely as an add-on for existing sketches, Others have realized the tremendous benefit of designing in 3D right from the outset. 3D software lets designers virtually create, experiment, and view updates, and then share their ideas in a virtual space with their teams, increasing communication and creativity, all while decreasing time and sample costs. I'm Lauren Parker, Director of Sourcing Journal Studio Team, and I'm joined today by Bill Wilcox, President and Founder of 3D Design Software Company Clothing Tech LLC, whose proprietary technology, GDT, Garment Digital Twin, helps designers work smarter to bring their designs to life. This fireside chat is part two of Clothing Tech's four-part video series focusing on how 3D design can help propel the $1.5 trillion retail industry. Bill, so nice to have you back with us. It's great for, to be here. So I want to put 3D design software into context for our viewers. What percentage would you say of designers are designing right into 3D software from the outset? Yeah, that's uh, unfortunately, it's not a very high number. It's around 3%. It's uh, really not very many. Uh, that is surprising. Um, why do you think that number is so low? Uh, well, I think part of the problem is the traditional 3D CAD tools were developed that have been developed over the last 15 years were mainly developed to visualize existing designs and are not really well suited to designers trying to create new or updated styles. They require their users to have four really different skill sets. Uh, so design, of course, technical design, which is really about the stitches and how things are assembled and manufactured, pattern making, which is, uh, again, another totally separate discipline, and 3D visualization. While it's possible to train up super designers to have all these skill sets, we decided to take a different approach. We use expert systems and automation to give the designers superpowers. All right, Bill, let's talk about the creative process a bit. Let's say a designer has an idea for a garment. How does that designer convert that idea into an actual 3D garment? Yeah, this is a great question. Uh, we've talked to a lot of uh, the process of design and how that worked, how that works in different brands. And uh, it turns out that most uh, new styles are not actually new, or at least not fully new. They start out from a similar garment, maybe from a prior year or prior style. And so, we decided to take advantage of that with 3D, um, that it's uh, the same. You basically take a style that you have from the past, uh, a top or a pair of uh, jeans or a, a dress and so forth, and you think, okay, I want to create something new, and you take something that's similar to the idea you have that has the, kind of the basic similar structure, and then you adjust that style by the, a simple set of tools that were created to really maximize the skill set of designer. This is really our software was designed for designer to use. And every change after every change you make, 
the designer makes, you get to visualize it all in 3D. So you see it immediately. Well, they always say fashion is an evolution, not a revolution, right? So you do have to be able to evolve last year's collection because that's really what it's all about. So, Bill, how does all this change the process of how a designer actually creates? We looked at the process of design and what what typically changes from one season or style to the next. And we really decided that there was really three things, three major categories, and we wanted to make them really simple for the users to be able to uh, adjust and change. The first is fabrics, prints, and colors. So we made those sort of drag and drops. It's very, very easy to use. The second is shape. And there we use the idea of a Bezier curve, which is a sort of a mathematical curve that allows you to draw a curve on the screen, a two-dimensional curve on the screen. It's very, if you're using Adobe Illustrator, you'd be familiar with the Bezier curve. Uh, Bezier curve is allows you to shape it, uh, control the, uh, adjust the sort of the profile, let's call it, of the garment and, and the openings of the garment, the shape of the openings and so forth. The th- third thing that we wanted to be able to give tools for this sort of the superpowers of the designer is the, the finishes. Uh, you want to be able to adjust the finishes. Let's try uh, different neck finishes. So I want I want lining, I want facing, I want uh, collar, or I want just a collar stand, or I want uh, maybe a turtleneck, or I want all of these things that you could potentially deal with. So we try to make those very easy to drag and drop right onto the garment, and then you just within seconds you see what the new style is going to look like. Fashion is so visual, so it's really nice that you have all these opportunities to just experiment. It's really where our software shines. And you can see how speed might be a a different, you know, how we might go a little faster because you don't have to wait for technical design. The tech pack is being produced as you go. As you make these changes, the tech pack is changing. As you make these changes, pattern is changing so you don't have to wait on a pattern maker to see what the garments can look like it's already done for you in seconds you want to see how it's going to cost we do automatic costing because we have all the information you want the finish oh let's do the finish now with the finishes you do have to plan and design the finishes because the finishes but that's not typically the job of the designer that's more the job of the technical designer but once you have your library finishes it is just a matter of drag and drop. Then you can make copies of each one while you're going and then keep them and you can have like a whole lineup of 15 different variations on an idea and get feedback on them. Say, well, what do you, which one do you like? I love that because once you move on to, you know, three or 10 or 20 ideas down the line, you could still go back to those earlier ones. It's not like they're completely erased. And once a virtual asset is created, how does that virtual asset help reduce human error once the digital design needs to be turned into an actual garment? Think of the current situation where you have a, a tech, you have a technical designers created a tech pack. You have a designer who's created sketches of what the garment should look like. You have a pattern maker who's trying to reproduce that same, you know, look and style with uh, the information that they have. And all throughout that, there's mistakes. There's changes. Oh, wait, I didn't quite understand. I didn't, I forgot about that. Or, you know, there's human error because it's all done, uh, by different people and they're collaborating over time. And so you can see how a system that actually keeps all of that consistent. So the tech pack, because the tech pack is produced as you go, it's always up to date. Whatever you see on the screen in terms of the 3D asset, 
whatever you look at there is completely accurate in the tech pack because they're the same information. There's no two different documents or two different things. It's the same thing. Now, final question, Bill. Are you, is this system using machine learning or AI to adjust and adapt to what that designer kind of keeps leaning towards? Yeah, so uh, there's a lot of things that AI can do, and it can't really do your job for you, although people seem to like to claim that it can. Uh, <laughs> but, but it can do quite a few things. And one of the things it can do is recognize uh, patterns and pieces and shapes and remember assembly approaches and details. And so we use expert system at the beginning of our process to automate uh, the assembly of finishes, the assembly of, of patterns into garments, 3D virtual garments, so that it's not all the tediousness of manual stitching and manual uh, folding and placing and all of the things you'd have to do in a in a in another sort of more traditional 3D CAD software. Those are done away with because of the AI that we use. It's also learning. There's two main areas we use AI. The first is in pattern recognition and assembly. The second is in tech pack reading because you have existing designs and you want to recreate those designs quickly in 3D. And so it's even there, it's as simple as drag and drop. I take my 3D callouts for construction details like the... Uh, what stitch goes where and what finish goes where, all of the construction details page. I can box those in and drag them onto the 3D asset, the 3D garment, and drop them on. The, the AI is really uh, mainly used to simplify the job, but not to do the job. All right. Thank you, Bill, for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Always great to see you. And to our viewers, stay tuned for the third installment, which will air in a few months. Thank you. It's been a pleasure to be here.